Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast. So, welcome today to, uh, to another update of Prophecy Countdown. I'm Pastor Ken Bear with Faith Dialogue. We provide two updates each week on our video and our audio channel that we call Prophecy Countdown. Uh, on Sundays, we're going through the Bible, of the, actually the Gospel of Matthew, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. Today we'll be in chapter 10, and my message will be number 305, Matthew chapter 10, um, Confession of Faith, Confession of Faith, and we'll be on at 1 o'clock on Sunday and then shown again at 6 p.m. On Wednesdays, our updates are always prophecy-related, and typically we take one of the questions that we get from our sub subscribers and listening audiences. We love answering the questions that you may have, and if you have a question, most likely there are other people that have the, the very same question. So we try to answer those questions. If you send us an email, send it to prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. I'll say that again. It's prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. And, and again, we'll be glad to answer your question personally, as well as that's how we have some of these, these updates. So let's go on to today's question. Today's question that came in had to do with UFOs. And the crux of the question, as this, as this podcast is called Prophecy Countdowns, is are UFOs a sign of the end times? You know, it's, it's interesting that we got this question. As I was driving into church today, I, I heard that UFOs are no longer UFOs. They're called um, uh, unrelated uh, aerial phenomenon, uh, um, unidentified, unidentified aerial phenomenon. I guess that's a UAP. I, I still like UFOs. Um, you know, most of us are used to UFOs. We've been dealing with it since the uh, since we probably were children. I mean, most of us kind of grew up with Star Trek and Star Wars. Now they're really not UFOs, are they? Because we know those we know those uh, those those alien ships. They're not alien at all to us. Um, they're they're almost a, a member of our family. I've, I've been to Hollywood Studios. We live here in Central Florida, so I was at Hollywood Studios, and I've been on the Millennial Falcon. You know, the the ship that Han Solo and Chewbacca would fly around the universe. Uh, so we could easily recognize as well uh, from Star Wars an X-wing fighter. Uh, I remember my nephews playing with X-wing fighters when they were just little boys. I'm also a Star Trek fan. And I've seen enough of the shows in, uh, identifying the USS Enterprise that I could probably tell you that the numbers on it are NCC-1701. So these are not UFOs because they're, they're part of our culture. We know who they are. Uh, but UFOs and, and their sightings that we hear about, that's a completely different story. It's no longer science fiction, but sightings that appear to be happening more often, including uh, stories of abductions, is probably what this question has to do with. Are, are these abductions, are these UFO sightings that seem to be happening more and more frequently, are, are they a sign of the, of the end times? Now, we have to be careful because as, as uh, intelligent people, we know that with our cell phones and with our software today, it's really pretty easy to create a realistic, credible, and convincing image uh, of a UFO or even of aliens. Perhaps there's a, 
there's, a, there, there's something that may be real there, but it's hard to tell fact from fiction uh, when there's, there's so many counterfeits out there. So let's answer this question. Are UFOs a sign of the end times? Well, uh, we've heard, maybe you've heard some, some prophecy uh, uh, preachers uh, talk about UFOs and they, they believe that they may be signs of uh, demonic activity, for example, and close to the, to the end times, to the ap uh, apocalyptic uh, events that are mentioned in the Bible. You know, unfortunately, I, I don't know, or fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know of any particular uh, scripture verse, uh, prophetic verse, that specifically aligns what people understand to be UFOs or aliens with anything uh, related to the end times. Uh, there are many that make this connection, but I, I can't make that connection if I really just take a look at what the scripture has to say. You know, there are, there are many that have always claimed to have seen uh, these UFOs in the sky. And despite what you may have heard, I, I looked up and I did some research and there's, been, there's no concrete evidence uh, to suggest that the number of UFO sightings or the reported abductions uh, is happening at any, any faster or, or a, a, a more occurrences today than at any time in the past. You know, the term UFO itself uh, goes back a long ways. It, it, it goes back to the 1950s when the United States Air Force began investigating these phenomena and the, the term at the time was flying saucers and they thought flying saucers was too comic book so they called it unidentified flying objects. Uh, however, uh, historical records indicate that, that it was way before the 1950s and 1940s that people were seeing unusual things in the sky. It's been happening actually for many, many decades with clusters of activity occurring in different regions. One of the regions you've heard about, it's been in books and in movies, is Area 51. Area 51, uh, you know, this is the thing. UFOs may not be real, but Area 51 definitely is real. Area 51 is a highly classified United States Air Force facility located in the southern portion of Nevada. It's not too far from Las Vegas. It's part of the expansive Nevada Test Facility, which is actually a part of the Edwards Air Force Base. It's one of the largest Air Force bases, maybe the largest Air Force Base that the United States has. This Area 51 is actually called, get this, the Nevada test and training runs, the NTTR. Now the association with Area 51 and UFOs is well documented and one of the things we have to understand is that because this is a secret uh, facility of the United States government, because it, there's a no-fly zone that's attached to it, um, the government's denials of UFOs or alien activity um, uh, just causes speculation. Uh, when they have no comment or when it's, a, it's an area that's secret, that's surrounded by high fences. Uh, there was an incident going back to 1947 that kind of made Area 51 famous. It occurred in New Mexico that actually turned out to be a, a weather balloon. But it didn't matter what it turned out to be because by that time speculation was soaring all across the country. All kinds of uh, conspiracy theories that talked about a government government, uh, government, government uh, cover-up 
of extraterrestrial activities or UFOs. Now, the more the government uh, denied it happened, uh, the more it just fueled the speculation that perhaps there was something uh, to what was happening actually. Areas 51, again, has a, Area 51 has a no-fly zone. Pictures are not allowed. So again, this just fuels speculation. But I do want to answer this question that uh, because as part of the UFO phenomenon that merits our attention is with respect to the end times and how close we are uh, to what we know as the rapture of the church and the seven years of tribulation, the Antichrist and the, and the second coming. You know, you're probably familiar with the Left Behind series, the series that was written by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins. It was a very, very successful s series. I think there was something like uh, 24 book books in the series. I think it had three different movies that were attached to it. Um, and, and one of the things that it fueled the speculation had to do with the title, Left Behind. What are the people that, uh, that are left behind, what do they think about what happened uh, to the believers. Now this all, if you're, if you're relatively new to this type of language or this type of speculation, it deals with two passages that are very, very clear in the New Testament, both written by the Apostle Paul, that have to do with what some people call the, the rapture of the church, what I call the catching away. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 and 17, for example, the Apostle Paul says this. He says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then the Apostle Paul continues and says, Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together uh, to meet the Lord in the air. Um, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Uh, there's another reference, by the way, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that you can you can read it's a it's a companion verse to this verse in first Thessalonians chapter 14 it talks about being changed in the twinkling of an eye now these verses um, first Thessalonians as well as first uh, first uh, Corinthians uh, talk about what many people call the, the rapture it's an appropriate word as the Latin word that was used for for centuries uh, that's translated as caught up or snatched up uh, in the English Bible is the Latin word raptura and that is where we get the English word to be raptured or to rapture however to avoid confusion for those that want to teach against a pre-tribulation rapture I like to use the words uh, catching away uh, people don't know that I'm talking about the rapture of the church when I talk about the catching away uh, of the bride of Christ. This has to do with the second coming. And actually, if you take a look at the second coming, there are two events. Uh, one is different than, than the other. For example, you have the catching away that's referenced here in 1 Thessalonians and, and uh, 1 Corinthians. And then you have uh, the book of Revelation, chapter 19, what we refer to as the glorious appearing. And this is what it says. I, now I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written on it that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Verse 14 says, And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, uh, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, 
that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress in the fiercest of his wrath, and he has on his robe, on his thigh, a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now, if you read this, and then you read the passages I mentioned earlier, uh, they, they obviously, they actually are applying to two different events. One is, we're caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and the other one is the church, the body of Christ, the saints come back with the Lord. So unless it's kind of a yo-yo, we go up and then come right immediately back down, uh, these two verses talk about two different events. One is what's called the catching away, and the other one is the glorious appearing. So there is speculation, and we can speculate today, what would people say if suddenly millions, actually hundreds of millions of people are caught up? Uh, disappear, uh, go up and uh, both the dead in Christ as well as those that are alive are, are caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And as, as Jerry Jenkinson and Tim LaHaye's book says, there are, the, rest of us, the rest of the people are, are left behind. Well, one of the spe speculations is that they'll have to attribute the, these missing persons to something, and one of the things that they'll attribute it to is alien abductions. And there are people that are proponents that, that because we see uh, these UFOs and these alien abductions, and it's such a part of our culture uh, to think of extraterrestrials, people on other planets and people in, in, uh, in spaceships that travel from, from one galaxy to the other, uh, it'll be attributed that these people were, were malcontents and they were just caught away to leave the rest of the people to be able to, to do something, something better. Remember, uh, the, the, Paul also talks about that when the church is taken, uh, that which is uh, hindering uh, the work of the Antichrist is taken away. So in, in uh, 2 Thessalonians, for example, chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, uh, as you know now what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. I love that. Taken out of the way. It seems to read like a conspiracy theory, doesn't it? That people are going to be taken out of the way in order to make room for the, the Antichrist. You know, the Lord may take us out of the way, and many, according to the story, will attribute the disappearance to, to aliens or to UFOs, getting rid of the undesirables, for example. However, uh, the answer to your questions are UFOs uh, a sign of the end times. Well, only to the extent that it may be one of the reasons that those people that are left behind uh, will point to this sudden disappearance of literally hundreds of millions of people that know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And friends, I, I hope that you know Jesus as well. So I just want to pray a blessing on you. If you have any questions, feel free to write to us at prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, but let me uh, pray. And before I pray, just a reminder that um, feel free to share this, this, uh, this site with others. Uh, like our podcast. Uh, subscribe. That's a great way for you not to miss any podcasts in the future. It's a great way for you to be able to spread the word as well. So let me pray. Father God, we want to thank you, Lord. Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse, or end times. 
Author and pastor Kenneth Baer's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period, including The Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Baer. Get your copy today.